Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Cardinals Chronicles. I'm your host, Logan Stone, and I am with He-Hulk, not She-Hulk. Good job. Hulk, I hear you're out today. Some of us are angry. Some of us are okay, because some of us got slaved. <laughs> Yay. And some of us are not happy at all. So that's 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 the news. Um so we're gonna just start off with how have you how are you today? Besides from the obvious. Man, I wish somebody would come up to me and say, I wanna make you an offer you can't refuse. Yeah. Typically, those offers are not as fun as you think they are. Anyways. Well, right now, I'd be willing to take one. Yes. Uh, Anyways, um, as always, we are going to review the week that was in Cardinals lore. Ooh, I like saying that. Cardinals lore. Um, So, yeah, let's just jump into it. But before I jump into it, I had to pull it up on my phone because I had to take it off my computer so la 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 so we finished uh, up the Padres last week and we yeah. got the third game for the sweep yeah uh, we can talk about that 5-2 victory um so I know we were introing that a little bit so we have the 5-2 win uh sweep over the Padres it was got the brooms out against the best team in the NL on the road so that was a, a rather nice surprise. I wasn't sure if we were going to get the third game. I was happy with two, the uh, third one for this week. And then uh, we headed into the Chicago five-game series. Uh, one of those games was a makeup game from earlier in the season uh, during the lockout, uh, which is why we've never seen a five-game series before. That's uh, what the next one's going to be. And then the uh, four-game series we have in Pittsburgh next week is a makeup game from early in the season that got rained out. So okay. uh, Hudson pitched that game. He had a really good game. He had a rough hike. Six innings in a row with no runs allowed. He he had four hits, one in run. He only had three strikeouts with seven innings pitched. Uh, Nolan Arenado went three for four with a home run, three RBIs, two runs. Luke Voigt, former Cardinal, went one for three with a home run, a, a walk, an RBI, and a run scored. I mean, it was a, really it was a good game. It was a good game against a good team, and um, so I was really really happy with the way we closed out San Diego, uh, and I mean we did it in good fashion. It was good base, good clean baseball against another a very good opponent. What'd you think, Logan? Um, it if I remember correctly, the lineup looked like it was. The Cardinals were happy to win the series and weren't really caring about sweeping, which kind of angers me. Right. Like, especially when you're so close to um, uh, to the Brewers. And anyways, but they did it. They and I know they were anticipating what uh, the five game series against the Cubs, but still, uh, the fact that we beat the Padres with the B team is kind of cool. Um, so I like that. Um, I don't know why, but for some reason, my stuff is just not pulling up. So 
luckily Zoom's working. Thank so, God. Yeah. yeah. You're uh so yeah, you're recapping uh Cub series too. It's fun to be in the league. All right, awesome. So then we moved on to Thursday. We traveled on up to Chicago. Um on Lou Gehrig Day, we opened up with a seven to five loss. That was a little bit rougher. It was it was a decent game. Um, you know, you never want to lose the first game against the Cubs in a series. Being a Cardinals fan, none of us do. None of us like it. Put a little bit of a damper on the mood, considering we just swept the dot, uh, the Padres, the series before. Liverpool had a really rough outing. Um, he gave up two in the first. And then he just didn't seem to have the control he had in his previous game. Uh, Schwindel for the Cubs went three for four with a home run, uh, a double, two RBIs, two runs. Contreras hit a homer, was hit by a pitch. Bader did come through that game, hitting two for four with a home run, two RBIs, and two runs scored. So, I mean, it was nice to see Bader kind of start picking things up. Thompson did get his sixth win for the Cubs. And he was 6-0 and at the time with a 1-9. Fight back. Um, they did the best they could to get back in the game, but they came up just a little bit short. Then we went into the next game, which was on June 3rd. And that game was a much Everybody was hitting balls. I mean, it was just – it was a great game. We won 14-5, to five, just kind of went Mac Daddy on the Cubs. And that's kind of where I thought we were going to flip the switch and just run away with the series. Uh, let me get the stats pulled up here for us so I can give you that quick breakdown. Uh, Michaelis started that game. Stroman started that game. Uh, Thompson came in, uh, first player in 20 years to wear the number 57 for the Cardinals. And I believe he had a four-inning four save. Uh, Goldschmidt went one for three with a home run, two walks, three RBIs, two runs scored. Dickerson finally did something. Uh, he went two for five with uh, two home runs, two RBIs, and two runs scored. And then former Cardinal Patrick Wisdom went two for four with a home run, four RBIs, and a run scored. We had 15 hits that game. We had three stolen bases. We only left three eyes on base. I mean, it was just the Cardinals came out and they played good Cardinal ball. Now, we, we ate Strowman alive. And I know you're a big Strowman fan, so I would – he's struggling, man. He's two for five with a 532 ERA. What do you got to say about that? What's his FIP? I, I don't have that. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. I'm not that. you. I'm not the stat guy. I'm, I'm yeah, the, well, I'm, I'm not the stat guy either, so now I'm just a drunk guy on a camera. Drunk. I mean, no, I'm not drunk. Not I yet. thought you meant ugly. Ooh, you had to be drunk to drunk to fuck this face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. But For, do you remember that game? Uh, Marcus Stroman. I was not watching that game because that was Saturday. I mean, I was watching it, but I wasn't watching uh, closely. Um, Four nineteen fit, by the way. So it's not his fault. No, basically. Just- the ERA is a little high, so it's, I mean, some of that's well, I mean, it's game. it's bad. It's five thirty two, so it's it's it's. I don't think it's all his fault. That's what the stats tell me. But um, no, I'm also, that. also, I think 
pitching in Chicago. But anyways, um, that, I don't know, the whole Cubs series as a whole, the whole Cubs series was just kind of weird. Yeah, we won it, but I don't know. It losing the first game was a bit of a shot to the groin because we had so much momentum, and then losing the second game because it was it was Friday the first it was Friday was the first game right and this, no the, it, was, it was Thursday Friday two on oh, Saturday okay. One Thursday on okay so never mind we didn't okay but then we won on Friday and then uh, Saturday the first game we lost and I was like well okay that kind of was expected. Um, like I, I, I told you this, I was not happy that we went, was it two straight games, uh, going into extra innings. That was, uh, cause the second double, the seven second double header game was a double, uh, extra inning game. And then yeah, Sunday the was, nightcap a- was extra inning and Sunday. Yeah. You yeah, got the right. So- so I, I was, I wanted to ram my head into the wall. I was like, at at this point, it's Sunday. I would just take the L. And then they had Monday off, and then yet Tuesday they went into extra innings again, which we'll get into the race series in a second. But it's like, good lord! And no wonder our bullpen is used up. But um, as a whole, I should take the whole Cub series as a win, but. It's just kind of like a, it's a lowercase win. It was like a, eh, it's a win. We definitely stole game four and game five. Yeah. Um, that's the disappointing part about it. We had to go and fight and scrap. The The good note to take is the boys didn't give up. They kept fighting. They kept scrapping. They got the W's that we needed. And um, those W's were important because that helped us inch closer and closer to Milwaukee. So, I mean, I'm thrilled about the wins. Do I wish we could have done it in a stronger and more dominant fashion? Absolutely. But um, the game of baseball is what it is. You can only do what you can do, and you only get to talk about what happens. And we can we can talk about what could have been or what should have been, but I'll take the W. I'm not going to play yeah. about it. We need them right now. We need every W we can get divisional in divisional play. Yeah. So, it's hard to complain about it, but it's just like, eh, it didn't feel like a whole win. Yeah, that's right. that was all my thing. So, um, Sunday night game, though, man, that was exciting. I mean, that was, that was a fun baseball yeah. game to watch. Yeah, that was a good game. Um, I don't even remember it, but I do remember Sunday was a good game. So, I remember watching it. That's that's all of it. That's and I was in, I was in a daze that is this entire time. So, but uh, anyways, uh, so they get Monday off, and then we go into Tampa for a three-game set against the Rays. First game, I, I already know this because uh, it was a it was a good game. Um, it was a pitching matchup. Hudson was looking really good. Um, was it Yarbrough who pitched for for the uh, um, Rays? Anyways, it was a good pitching give me a matchup. Second, I'll give you that. It wasn't an offensive game. Uh, Cardinals tied it up in the eighth inning, or was it the seventh? It was Springs, by the way, who started. Oh, okay. Um, Cardinals tied it up on our Albert Pujols uh, RB. What's up? It was the eighth inning. No, oh, it was eighth just, inning. they tied oh, okay. it in the eighth, yeah. 
Yeah, I was like, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Um, yeah, Albert Pools tied it uh, with his career hit 3,320. Um, and then they took the lead in the 10th, which I wasn't happy about going into extra innings for the third straight game. That was kind of sucky. And then uh, Verhagen, how long was Verhagen pitching? He was pitching for like three straight innings, right? I mean, he pitched a little longer than I would have liked him to, but yeah. you know my feelings yeah. about Verhagen. Yeah, and then Verhagen gave him uh, gave up a three run home run, walk off to the Rays. I it's don't worst compl- batter on their team. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't fault Verhagen too much on that. I think he just was left in too long, and uh, that was probably an issue. No, hold on. Hold on. Verhagen what? pitched. Verhagen pitched two thirds of an inning. One hit, three runs, two earned, one base on ball, and one home run given up. Okay, never mind. Forget everything I just said. Fuck. Because Gallegos and Helsley only went in in a piece, and Hudson went for seven. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so never mind what I said about Verhagen. Fuck Verhagen. He needs to get traded. No. Uh, well, yes. Uh, You're finally on my side on that. I've I've always I've never liked Verhagen. I don't know where you get this I I like Verhagen thing. So I I I've never liked Verhagen. So I've never liked. I thought it. you were more comfortable with him than I was. I I, I didn't I, see you like him. I, no, I've been I, saying since day one he needed to be traded. I didn't think it needed to be. I wanted to see what he was doing, and the fact that he was brought in as a starter and then doesn't even get to start kind of piss me off but um anyways and then that leads into today cardinals get destroyed 11-3 um some of us are not happy about that i mean i'm not happy about it but i'm okay life goes on really that's all it's a good team it's just it's just a game that's all i say who are you and what have you done with logan stone Eh, that's funny do we need to make a trip to texas and find him I thought it was a funny joke. <laughs> I thought it was funny too, but I was like, oh my God, what's going on here? This is the guy who's usually ready to trade no. Bader and trade Molina and everybody well, else. I am, I am ready to trade Bader, and I do want to talk about the trade idea I have. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing it because I'm going to shoot you down. Anyways, uh, so yeah. Uh, Josh, you don't have any thoughts on this, do you? What, on Tampa Bay games? Yeah, on the, on the uh, well, in particular this game. I'm just gonna sit down and sit back and relax on this one. He's getting a little more comfy. Yeah, I have an opinion about this game. Ali Marmol just managed his worst game of the season. That's my opinion on the game. I don't know why we're doing these bullpen games. I don't know why he started, um, Packy or whatever the hell his name is. I don't know why you brought in Oviedo, which. Naughty, naughty. I was upset about it. No, yeah, not that's his name. Patty Non. Or Packy Non. Oviedo pitched better than I expected him to. Fine. Then First you bring in um yeah, he he didn't look horrible, man. I mean, he threw some pretty decent balls. I mean, I missed the first three innings, so I was driving home from work. But I was listening on the radio. It was just I don't know what he was doing. The the mental errors that happened during the game were atrocious. I mean, McFarland's got bases loaded with one out, throws the first, and a run scores. 
and then Donovan has a bad throw to third, then another run scores. If he would have just gone home with that because the Rosarena wasn't hustling down to first base, that would have been two, that would have been a double play and we would have been out of the inning. It was it was just a very bad game. So yeah, Notton went one one, Oviedo went two point two innings, then they bring in Wigren, then they bring him in Farland for two. Hell, Yachty had the best best inning of the night. And he's a freaking catcher with bad knees. And a bad offensive player. He allowed two player. hits, no runs, and he had a strikeout. Ah, he's still better than other catchers out there in the MLB right now. We may not like his approach, but he still has better numbers than some other pit catchers out there right now. But McFarland's got to go. Wigren needs to go. They finally got rid of Whitley last week or sent him down to minors. I don't know why Packy not still here. And Johan Oviedo has good stuff, and I think it plays. I just don't think his mind's right for the MLB. Not yet, at least. I mean, I would like him to be good. Um, but, yeah, Wickren, three earned, three earned runs. Not in four earned runs. McFarland, four earned runs. McFarland had two walks. I mean, we have a pitching issue. And, I, and, I, and your argument from last week is starting to convince me a little bit more to side with you. Which one was it? So soak it up. That we may not necessarily need a starter once Larry comes back, but we definitely need a bullpen arm. Oh, I completely yeah. agree with you. We need not only one, maybe two bullpen arms, but I'd still fight you in the fact that I still think we need a starter. Oh. Because I don't think Jack's going to be back and be strong until August if we're lucky. How long is it going to take him to get stretched out to be able to throw seven innings of good baseball? I know he just pitched uh, in the minor leagues. Uh, so. Great. Three innings, 30 pitches. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. I I know that he's coming back, so that's good. So maybe, maybe Ju- middle of July. But yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, Nick Wickring, good lord, five hundred six ERA, four sixty four FIP, and a one fifty nine WHIP. Um, yeah, I didn't like him. I knew, I knew. I really don't. I really wish. I know. I know. I've said this before, but I wish I had like access to what the Cardinals uh stats were like what stats they looked at to see because sometimes they make up their own stats just to see what they saw in Nick Wickren because I mean he had a 417 FIP in Cleveland in 2019 okay good that's just above average. Uh, 2020, he had a 442, which is way under average. Um, 2021, he had a 484 FIP, which is so below average, it's bad. Um, and so now he's got a 464. I guess they just saw that he was a ground ball pitcher and just thought, okay, well, with our defense, that's going to that's gonna drop a lot, but I mean, a bad pitcher is a bad pitcher. So, um, so anyways, but that's a little disappointing. Uh, yeah, something's wrong with uh, TJ McFarland. Um, he's not as okay. We're getting close to the camera for. Oh, I thought you were about to say something, so I was getting ready for you. No, um, no uh, he's just not looking like he did last year. Um, last year he was he was just really good at getting balls down and just getting ground balls and 
anyways uh so that's a little disappointing yeah pitching is just shit this year the bullpen it's funny because i was thinking i was thinking i don't remember the first time we've had such an offensive list of prospects when like 10 years ago we had like kevin segrist seth manis all these pitching guys and we were like we had like some of the top bullpens in the league that were some of them a lot of them were just prospects and um which came back and bit us in the ass um in the long run but uh so yeah it's it's kind of weird how we've swapped places now we used to have a terrible uh offensive depth and then anyways but um so yeah it's it's bad um i do want to say one thing and i heard it it's not my original i heard it from john boy um but i saw it tonight and now i'm just angry i'm done with position players pitching i'm done with it i'm done I'm, I'm, I'm done because guess what they're losing 11 to three they need to be winning all these games they were half a game two days ago from uh uh for behind the brewers and then they uh they get destroyed in this game and then in the eighth inning yachty comes up and he's all smiles and he's laughing and everybody's laughing and and it's just like oh this is just some silly thing for you guys. This is just, oh, we're going to shake this off. We're not, we're not even going to think about the fact that we just got blown out. And it's just, it's not something you want to see. You know, if you have a, I don't know, it's just like, I can't even really compare it. I want to say like, a, I want to say like a war scenario, like, but it's not really, I don't want to, I don't want to be that bad, but it's just so annoying and it's so much of a gimmick now. And so many people are having fun with it. I'm like, if I'm manager, I'm throwing every fucking bullpen guy in that, in that game. And I'm making them throw at least 20 pitches. Cause if in little league, that's what I'm thinking is I'm like, Oh man, if I saw some of my guys throwing a, like having fun when we're losing this bad, I I'd have them throw run fucking miles around the field until they threw up because I that's not that's not gonna fly. You're you're paid to compete and then you're just not competing and you're just kind of like oh well this is fun now I'm oh I threw a strike oh good job. Anyways, what do you think about the position players? I know you're probably going to like it because it's Yachty. Oh, God, Yachty. So, so um, I actually, I tend to agree with you this. To an extent, runs to a good team who's got good pitching. That, and your team's not hitting the ball that great that night. If you got a guy who has a little bit of pitching experience from when he was in college, or he throws a little bit on the side for quote unquote fun and he can get the ball across the plate and you can save a bullpen arm. Fine. Fine. I understand that. Um, but when it, when it happens, when it becomes a semi-regular thing, that would be my problem with it. Seeing Albert do it and then seeing Yadi do it. And then, you know, 
Yachty actually looked like he was trying to throw the ball tonight. I mean, I, I don't know if you had to see any of it, but Nine he had movement on a couple of pitches. He was throwing about 85 miles an hour. So it's not like he was just getting up there and lobbing and letting him hit it. I mean, he was, he was effectively trying to get the ball over the plate. Yeah, was he laughing and goofing? Yeah, because now he knows Yachty or Albert's going to get a chance down the year, later in the year because they had identical stats. Now he's got something he's better at than Albert. But, um, I mean, Tampa Bay has what – uh, Phillips is their designated um, position player to pitch when they're getting blown out or when a game's out of hand. So I, I generally, I agree with you. I want to see the competition. These guys make tons and tons and tons of money to go out and play a game for our entertainment. Some people find it entertaining. Sometimes there's nothing you're going to do when you've got another game against this team tomorrow that you can come back and win that game in the ninth inning. So Maybe they're just trying to lighten the load. I don't. I don't know what the uh, the science behind it is necessarily, but I completely understand your side because it does frustrate me. Because at that point, I know the game's cashed in. There's there's nobody's going to try at this point. But is it kind of cool from time to time on the rare occasion to see somebody who most? I mean, every all, all these guys probably pitched when they were in high school and college, with maybe yeah. the exception of catchers. So yeah. is it cool to see if they can get out there and still get the ball to the plate and, and maybe get a K like Yachty did tonight? Yeah, that was neat for me. Um, but he actually he had better stats than anybody else who pitched tonight. Yeah. That's the frustrating part. Yeah. It's yeah, the pull this is what happens when you uh garbage dive, dumpster dive, I mean. Um I we said it at the beginning of the year, this is not good. This is not a good thing. And we're seeing the fruits of their stupidity right now. Um, yeah, that's just. Um, so, yeah, that's the weekend review. Uh, what was their record in the last week? Uh, let's see, they're six and four in their last 10. To, they're four, four, and four. four and four. Yeah. Um, so yeah, four and four in their last in the last week. <sighs> yeah, that's just disappointing. Um, now they're a game behind, which isn't bad. Now that I well, is the is the Milwaukee game still going on? Um, I've got the MLB Network on. I'm trying to. Oh, it's ten nothing now. Check on it. Ten nothing so, in the ninth. So yeah, it's we're still so going to be a half game behind. Yeah, so that's good. Thank you, Phillies. Phillies are turning it on for some. I swear, if it's actually Girardi and I just went all that time defending him, I'm going to be pissed off. Um, so you want to preview the next week real quick? Yeah, let's do the next three series. Give our fans a little hope. Mm. So uh, obviously, we wrap up the three game stint with Tampa Bay tomorrow. It's a new. It's a twelve ten first pitch Central Time. So. Hopefully we can get that one one. Now here here's where we get a little bread and butter. This is something for you and I to look forward to. Cause we sh- next week's show should be very, very positive and very, very happy. We do three games at home against the Reds. Then we do four games at home against the Pirates. We let's just say we win tomorrow. We should win three. We should win six out of our next eight. We're just playing the Rays. Seven. We're just playing the Rays, Reds, and Pirates. 
Yeah, and then next weekend we have the Red Sox. We go out to yeah um, Boston and we play the Red Sox, and then then we play a four game set against the Brewers right after that, and then we get the Cubs back in St. Louis, and mm. the Marlins to finish the season. But next week should be a very good week. We should be able to pick up some games on the Brewers, and then by the time we play the Brewers, uh, the twentieth, twenty first, twenty third, it should be an all out brawl for first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they need the Reds are playing good baseball right now, and they uh, that's that's something. So, um, yeah, they have to win the series at least. Then, I mean, they they can at least. They need to at least go six and eight. That's what you said, six and eight. That's what I'm looking for. And that, that's if we beat Tampa Bay tomorrow. Yeah. So they need to beat Tampa Bay. I don't care. You need to salvage the series, Ollie. Don't be like, oh, well, we're going to get them next time. No. No, no, no. Um, Reds. Well, next time. Yeah. Well, maybe World Series, probably not. That would be the only time. But um, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that a regular series with the Reds and the Cubs will get them back on track. But you never know, huh? Pirates. Pirates. Who did I say? Cubs. I don't know what I'm thinking. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, we're about to go into commercial break. Josh, what is this com- this commercial sponsored by, or who is it by? It's sponsored. unofficially officially sponsored by Slim Jim. Oh God, not Slim Jims oh. again. Slim Jim tastes good. Don't shove it up your butt. Um. Uh, Your jokes. Your jokes, man. Jesus. Top level. Top, top. Top top quality. You don't get this kind of comedy from a stand-up comedian. You get it from a sit-down comedian. Anyways, um, any words on thoughts or words and thoughts with Slim Jim? No, I just, no, Slim Jim's good, man. Slim Jim's good. You like it? We appreciate their affiliation. Going down your throat. Nah. Go get it. Oh, I like them ones I can uh, throw in the lunchbox and hide. One that you can just fist, like just get a little one and then just shove it in your mouth. No, 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 no. Yeah. Suck on that slim boom. Anyways, uh, we'll be right back after this commercial break. That's not going to happen because I'm too lazy. Hi, we're back. Okay, um, <laughs> we are back after commercial. Actually, before we get into the Bader thing, I do want to uh, talk about this quote that uh, so Manny Machado is pissed off that Albert Pujols is not getting any love uh, by any teams. Uh, he's not getting a retirement tour like uh, Big Poppy, uh, Derek Jeter, some of those other greats. Um, one can argue that he's actually better than 
both of those players, um, even with the down 10 years that he had. Uh, so let's just read that. Uh, he said, I'll tell you what, it's kind of bullshit it, uh, that teams are not giving him a farewell tour. I'll tell you that right now. Why Albert has been uh, – why? Albert has been one of the best players in our generation to ever play this game. And to see him doing the things he's doing, I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's freaking special that St. Louis gave him the opportunity to come back, uh, to come back here and finish off his career as a Cardinal. Um, What do you think of the quote? What do you think of anything? Is life meaningless? (laughs) Uh, Life is definitely not meaningless. But um, no, I love the quote by Machado. Um, I appreciate the quote by Machado. I think he's dead on accurate. Um, I think for me to say the amount of disrespect shown to Albert this season would be a little bit of an overstatement because I don't think anybody's disrespecting him but the fact that he is he he's easily the best offensive player in the first 10 years of his career in at least 60 years and he's not getting the love and the appreciation that oh big poppy got or that jeter got i think it's an absolute disgrace to baseball and part of me wants to say it's because he's from a small market team and not a big city part of wants me to say because people really just in general don't like St. Louis sports teams Um, I just I think it's a shame I think it's an absolute shame and it's it's a real letdown I was hoping they were going to give him a little bit more I mean watching the games here in Tampa granted I, I don't well Albert played the first game in Tampa they went crazy when Yachty came out of the bullpen yesterday or out of the dugout yesterday to warm up Hudson. I mean, the crowd went insane. And every time Yachty was up to the plate, the crowd went insane. You would have thought he was hitting home runs all dang game. So, yeah, it is disappointing. It, it's To me, it shows a little bit of a lack of class and appreciation for what Albert did, especially after baseball almost died, the McGuire-Sosa home run race with Bonds tacking on a couple years after, saved baseball. Albert was the next big thing and helped continue the growth of baseball in the early 2000s. So, yeah, the lack of appreciation he's getting for his career, the time he's dedicated, the good human being that he is, uh, what he's given back to not just St. Louis, but the baseball community as a whole, it's a major disappointment. And I applaud Machado for stepping up and and putting his feelings out there and, and being honest with everybody about how he doesn't like the way Albert's being treated. But that's the world we live in. St. Louis loves him. St. Louis is going to continue to love him all season long, and they're going to love him till God, the end of time. Uh, yeah, I I don't know if it's it's disrespect by other teams. Um, I don't know where where I'm at on it. Like I agree with Machado. It, I, when he said it, I was like, "Huh, that is weird. That is weird that the uh, like no one's really." giving him a farewell tour. Um, him or Yachty, actually, but Yachty, it makes sense. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm kind of stuck. Um, like, it's their prerogative. I 
it's kind of weird. I don't know how Big Poppy and Derek Jeter got farewell tours, but Albert wasn't really a part of any big feud. You know, Big Poppy was a big menace, and and Derek Jeter was part of the Yankees, the evil empire. <clears throat> so it's just kind of weird. Um, but um, thanks, Machado. I think that's really nice. Um, I'm starting to like you more and more now. Uh, so good job. Um, yeah, that's really all I wanted to, I wanted to see what your thoughts are on it. I don't even know what my thoughts are. I thought I had my thoughts, but then I was like, eh, I don't know if I do. So it's (laughs) weird. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's move on because I, I can't add anything else to this. Um, okay. So, so I'm watching the Phillies game. I'm watching it the other day, and I'm like, this team really sucks. It sucks defensively. It sucks kind of offensively, too. Um, so I, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking, I'm like, what? Like, because the other day I said, I don't know what the Phillies need to do in order to get better. I was like, because – Really, they just need a whole rework. And then I was like, well, they would probably have to get rid of one of their big guys that they're paying. So I'm like looking and I'm looking and I'm thinking, and I'm like, they're not going to get rid of any, get rid of any of their pitchers. They're already lacking in that. Um, bullpen starting. Uh, we don't need a first baseman. We don't need a second baseman. We don't need a third baseman. We don't need a shortstop. Uh, we don't need... Wait a second, we do need a catcher. Uh, no, but catcher is not what I want. <laughs> I mean, I do want, but I'm not going to get. Um, so I was like, you know what? Harrison Bader to the Phillies for a Kyle Schwarber. It sounds crazy at first. Like, why would the Phillies get rid of Kyle Schwarber? They're paying him X amount of dollars. Uh, they just signed him. They're not going to trade him. He's got a no trade clause. You're an idiot, Logan. I'm, and I, I probably am. And it's just me thinking. It's me using my little brain muscles. Some of you have to use it once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so I'm. So I said Harrison Bader for Kyle Schwarber, and I texted Josh sure. this, and I said, "What do you think about this?" And then he said, "Are you high?" And I said, "Well, yes, but that's not the point." And. So now he wants to have an argument about it because he just wants to jeopardize all our friendships. Um, ah, yes. <laughs> no. I love it. So, Josh, why don't you tell me why I'm a damn fool? Well, okay, so here's my thing. Can you at least tell me if, we, if you traded Bader away? And, yeah. and maybe this will help me understand where you're coming from. Okay. Who do you put in center? Um, I'm guessing Carlson and then putting Donovan or Yepes. Uh, yeah, I'm not putting Schwarber. I'm, I have Schwarber as a left-handed DH to complement Albert Pujols. Okay. So you want to, you want to pay Schwarber 20 million a year to complement Albert Pujols just to hit a ball. Well, also, he's got like a four-year contract, so he's also, after Albert retires, and he is retiring, 
He's also our DH for the future. And he's also, I mean, I'm sure if, I'm sure there's not going to be a day where I'm sure we'd pick him to, you know, give Goldie a day, uh, day off, um, give Carlson, not Carlson, uh, our right fielder a day off, left fielder a day off. He can fit in most days. It's not like he's going to be sitting on the bench every day and then just kind of get up once every four days. And you want to get rid of Bader because you don't want to get back, correct? Um, I want to get rid of Bader because he pisses me off to no extent. I, I figured it out. There's another reason why I don't like him. First, he's under average on all his uh, his offensive numbers. Yes, it evens out with defense. I've always said that. But also, he will go 0 for 20, and then he will get a single, and he will act like he is the single greatest hitter of all time. And it's like, no, no. And so... That's another thing I hate about him. I hate his stupid hair too, and I hate how women. I knew love that's him. what it was. You don't like his hair because his hair is better than yours. Whoa! Hey, now, no, you don't get to see the good luscious hair that is. Also, I took a nap, so I have bedhead. So shut up. Hey, his hair's better than mine too. I ain't making fun of you. <laughs> but all uh, right, so let me defend Vader here. Yeah, because yeah. I think you're wrong. Yeah. All right. So Bader's played in 54 games. He's had 189 at-bats. He's scored 30 runs. He's had 52 hits. Arnato has only had 55 hits. He is had the fourth most hits on the team this year, okay? He's had five doubles, one triple, five home runs, one of which was in the park. He's got 23 RBIs. He's walked 24 times, which is – oh, hold on. I'm reading the wrong stat line. Back up just a little bit because I jumped. 52 hits, five doubles, one triple, five home runs, 19 RBIs. My apologies. He's had 10 bases on balls. He's only struck out 32 times. He's got 14 stolen bases. He's leading the MLB in stolen bases, tied with Tommy Edmund. He's hitting 275 right now. His OBP is 317. His slugging is 392, and his OPS is 709. Offensively, he is not as much of a liability as you make him sound like he is. He is, and this has been said multiple times, he's the arguably the best defensive center fielder in the game right now. He, he is defensively the best center fielder. There is no doubt about it. I will take the 275 average. I don't care about the, the average. Best. He's still producing. Yeah. And, and, and he and has picked up his... as the double leadoff at number nine. He's stupid dangerous. I will say he has picked up his offensive numbers. He uh, it shows here he has got a seven thirteen OPS and a one hundred six OPS plus. So it's not updated yet, but um, so that means he's over average. I it just I don't I don't know what it is. It's just and he has I don't know. Maybe I maybe I need to. Maybe I still have 2019, but I just, you're, uh, let me ask you, are you, would you want Kyle Schwarber on your team? In the right trade package, I would take Schwarber, yes. Okay. I'm not against Schwarber. Like, I just, I don't like the idea of Harrison. Who has the better potential, uh, Brendan Donovan or Harrison Bader? See, that's a, okay. 
I think that's a tough one to judge. It's Donovan's first year. Yeah. Pitchers don't know him how to pitch to him yet. Yeah. Pitchers know how to pitch to Bader. But yeah. Um, Donovan is very, very versatile. Yeah. I would feel much more comfortable giving you a straight answer at the end of this year. Seeing Donovan, you know, with 100 games under his belt. Yeah. 120 games under his belt. I'd feel more comfortable there. Donovan's 25. He's a... Uh, Hitting 304 with a 418, 422 slugging, and 840 OPS. Um, so, yeah, his, his offensive stats are a little bit better. He had an error tonight. He doesn't – but he doesn't get to play one position regularly either. So, I can't hold that against him defensively. Yeah. I would like to have Donovan and Bader because I like Donovan in right field. Mm-hmm. I like Donovan as an alternative even at first base to give – um, Goldie a day off when Pools retires next year. Let me tell you something. There is no way Brennan Donovan, Harrison Bader, and Tommy Edmond are going to be in the same team but for much longer. I'm telling you. That's your hot happening. take, man. That's a hot take right there, baby. It's, it's happening. It's All it, right, so who do you think's going I think Tommy Edmond. I'm not saying Tommy Edmond has done anything wrong. I'm telling you, I think Tommy Edmond is going to be a part of some trade package that that we're all going to like. I hope to God that it's not going to be for some minor leaguers, but I think Tommy Edmond, I think they're like, oh, that's Brandon Donovan guy. He's got some really good, he's got some really good stuff. And even though Tommy Edmond has been doing all the right things, I think they're just like Brandon Donovan is the future. Or Trey Turner. Trey Turner or Xander Bogarts or some shortstop. I know. We're going to have to put two big old packages together for one of those guys. Well, we're not trading for Trey Turner. And there's no way in hell that the Red Sox are going to trade Xander Bogarts after the month they've had. No. Unless they just implode. Right. So. I and I don't yeah, think that right. we are. I don't think we are going to trade. I don't think we're going to. Tra- Sorry, I don't think we're going to trade Tommy Edmond for Trey Turner or Xander Bogarts. I'm just saying, if we have plans in the in the off season, like we've been hearing of Tommy Edmond going or not Tommy Edmund, uh Cardinals trying to sign Trey Turner or trying to get Xander Bogarts or Trey Story. Well, not Trey Story anymore, but. Um. Yeah, so we've been hearing rumors about that. So I just think if we're going to try to sign someone, we're going to get rid of Tommy Edmond now or in, in the deadline when we have Brendan Donovan. Yes, you with the hand up. <laughs> so, okay, this actually brings me up to a topic. I actually, this is why I said we were going to have a good show um, on Monday when I messaged you. This rolls right into what I really, really want to talk about. Okay. Feelings. Not feelings, projections. Projections. You know I love projections. All right. Yeah, I forgot you wanted to talk about this. Yes. So, with Flaherty coming back in into June, early July, with Matt's coming back soon, with Carlson coming back soon, there are going to be some very, very tough decisions for the Cardinals organizations to make. You and I think I think you and I both agree that Dickerson's going to be DFA'd. So that's one spot. How many more does that mean we have to offer? One more or two? 
I want to say two. Okay, so let's say two just for the sake of the conversation. Who are we sending back down to AAA? Is it good? It's not Donovan. At least I don't think he's Donovan. I don't think you think he's Donovan either. I'm listening no. to talk about it. Is it Yepes? No. Is it Gorman? Don't even. He's been starting too much, I think. I think he's starting too much to get a. Uh, I mean, I think Newbar is the obvious choice. Yeah, probably. Because we just. So let's. We have two pitchers, right? And then a left fielder or a right fielder. So, yeah, it's really just going to be one. So I think. Well, no, because when O'Neill came up, they sent a pitcher down, that Nooch guy or what? Walsh. Uh, Walsh. Yeah. So we are going to have to send two position players down. So, yeah, I would probably say uh, Dickerson is on his way out. And Newt Barr, unfortunately. Although I'm not really happy with Newt Barr. He misplayed a, a ball in the eighth inning. And it didn't amount to anything, but still, I was like, dude. He had one good play tonight, and he had a really, really good throw into home yeah. um, on that good play. Here's my projection. I think Newtbar is gone. Like, traded, gone. See ya. Adios. Um, I think Sosa's gone. That's – ooh, that's, that's, that's somebody – I think Dickerson's DFA'd or traded for cash considerations. I'm talking nothing, just to get rid of him. Yeah. I don't see, like I said, I don't see Donovan leading. Now, with PDJ playing as well as he is down in the minor leagues, no. do you think anybody picks him up, gives him a ch- shot? I mean, with what Carpenter oh. has done with the Yankees this year, could you see anybody giving PDJ a shot and getting PDJ traded for, I don't know, you know, some minor leaguer? Oh, um, let me look at his uh, minor league stats right now. Dude, he's hitting really, really well for the last week. I think he's got four home runs or something, bunch of RBIs. I mean, he's, he's, his bat has come back alive. It's, it's not what it was, but it's alive. It's got a heartbeat. Pulse. Um, Six home runs, 21 RBIs, 223 average, 280 on base, 759 OPS. That's weird. He's got a really – he's 40, per, uh, 40 points under uh, on the on-base percentage, but he's got a f- uh, over-average OPS. So that means whenever he's hitting the ball, he's smacking it. It's crucial. Yeah. Right. So could could somebody pick him up and, and since his bat's getting back to normal and make him a DH, give him a shot to play, you know, every third day? Uh I think this team is very, very fluid. I think the roster is going to look very different at the end of June and the beginning of July. It, I think the roster is going to look very different by the All-Star break. Yeah. Is what I'm getting at. I'm curious. I'm genuinely curious to hear what you think. I mean, I know you keep saying Edmund because we think we can get value for Edmund. And I understand that as a business side. But with all these other pieces that you really need to move, I don't think you move Edmund away because Edmund can play short. If Gorman gets himself cleaned up, he can play second. Our infield is solid. And then we have a rotationary outfield. I would just put Donovan, even Donovan can come over and play second. I would I would have put I, I would, would put because Gorman I think has he's solid a, enough, man. Gorman hasn't played shortstop. 
Right. So you keep Tommy at short and you keep Gorman at second. Oh, okay. I thought you said, I thought you're okay. I'm sorry. I misunderstood what you said. I thought you said you're wanting to move Gorman over to shortstop. Anyways. Um, oh, well, I think, well, I actually asked you that earlier in the year, if you remember, because he was originally a third baseman. Oh, so yeah. his arm was strong enough to play short, yeah. but is he quick enough to play short? Probably not. Um, I think Yepes could be sent down to the minors for a little bit of time. Um, if you look at his mechanics when he's in the in the box, he doesn't look as solid as he did when he first came up. He's got a lot of movement. The head's turning a little bit. Um, he's he, I think he's got a little bit too much of that front leg lift, so I think it's throwing him off. He's not making as good a contact. I love Yepes. You know, I love Yepi, but something seems off now. I don't know what it is. I'm not a professional baseball player. I never was, never claimed to be. But he just doesn't seem like the same offensive weapon he did two, three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just think this team's going to look very, very different. And, and I, I was curious what you thought about my thoughts. Yeah. Can you critique them for me? Can you I forget move about things so around? So. I forget about Sosa all the time. And, yeah, I would get rid of Sosa before Edmund. But, yeah, the thing is, is, say in the middle of the year, let's say, let's say the Pirates, they they got that reliever, that closer, who's really good. He's doing really well. And they come up to you and say, and you're the Cardinals GM, and you say, they say, hey, we got this great uh, reliever plus um, – I don't know, some some other great reliever or any other team, uh, let's say Pirates or even the Red Sox, say they want to get rid of uh, Austin Barnes or is that his name? Uh, and they say, all we want is Tommy Edmond. Does the need for Tommy Edmond outweigh the need for the bullpen? If Edmond didn't seem like such a cardinal, the way he cares himself, the way he represents the organization, this would be a much easier trade away for me. Yeah. But he seems like a cardinal. He yeah. is what this city thrives on. This is what the city, the team was built on with his his character. And you know I'm a character guy. I'm very big on character. Yeah. Like I loved Carlos Martinez, but his character wasn't good. I didn't like Dexter Fowler because I didn't think he had great character. I don't. I didn't like Dexter Fowler because he was a shit player for the Cardinals. Anyways. That too. Um, there are other guys on the team who you know that I don't care for because I don't like their character. Um, I've said it before. That's that's what makes getting rid of Edmund for me so difficult. Yeah. Just so you know well, and he's a gold glove, a middle infielder. He's got great character. And I love character players. I do. I'm a, I'm a I'm a yuppie for character guys. Okay. Let me let me throw another thing out there. Okay. So we were saying a month ago, Tom, uh, Tyler O'Neill. Tyler O'Neill is. Uh, we were talking about how he's in a really bad slump. Was last year just an outlier? His 34 home runs. Uh, almost 100 RBIs. Um, he was really good last year. So, 
this year, Tommy Edmond is doing really great. He's got a 278 batting average, 357 on base, 415 slugging, 772 OPS, and a 124 OPS plus. He's got 14 stolen bases, which ties him for the lead uh, on stolen bases with uh, Harrison Bader. Now, the uh, 2020, which is kind of an outlier, he had a 250 batting average, 317 on base percentage under average, 368 way below average on slugging, 685 on OPS, and a 90 OPS plus. 2021, he had a 262 batting average, 308 on base, 387 slugging, and a 695 OPS and a 92 OPS plus. He had 300 at bats um, in 2019, and he that was the last time he was above average. So let me ask you: with the thought of this year being maybe an outlier for Tommy Edmond offensively, does that change you a little bit? If you can find me a gold a gold glove shortstop in return. Who bats average or better? Brandon then Donovan. Maybe could be. I can. No, I don't want could be. I want somebody who can be a game changer to take okay. us to the World Series and win the World Series this year. Carlos Correa. Because platinum. Now you might have my. Now you might have my attention. Even though I think Correa, Correa has a that's a horrible character. Oh, I don't care about character. I I just no, see. Because this is exactly what I was talking about with Arenado when he got into the brawl with the Mets. I said, I want someone with that fire. And I kind of think that Correa has that. But I will say, now that I'm thinking about that, a straight up, because Twins, we were talking about this at the preseason. The Twins were, were, I think the Twins were signing Carlos Correa saying, hey, we don't expect to be good. So we are going to... we're probably going to trade you at the trade deadline if that's okay. And he's going to, and that's why he has the opt-outs. So that kind of, so I don't think that the, the twins were like, Oh, we don't want to spend $30 million on Carlos Correa. We want to give him away now. Oh, that kind of sounds, that sounds. I would take that trade to get Correa. If I could turn Correa into trade Turner or Zayn Bogarts. I don't know if I could upgrade Carlos Correa to Trey Turner. I don't know. What? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it hurts me. It hurts me to think about right now. No, no. I would. I would. I would take. I would take Trey Turner. Okay, I was gonna say, don't make me drive down to Texas and smack you upside your head. I'm so bipolar. You have sold me on Trey Turner. I am paying attention to Trey <laughs> Trey Turner now, and you got me on the Trey Turner bus. Not like you, because you would do horrible things to him. But I see how good of a player he is, and now I kind of kind of want him to come play for us. Yeah, in Texas, uh, we don't have any basements, not like uh, St. Louis. Um, we have attics. So I have actually been It's surprising because building... you guys have tornadoes, right? <laughs> it's rare. Okay. My, my house has only come apart like five times. Anyways, um, so yeah, I'm building a basement for – 
what me and Trey Turner are going to do. Anyways, no, just kidding. <laughs> Lots of LED lighting, different cameras here and there. Lots of microphones. A lot of swings, too. Anyways, anyways, uh, <laughs> a lot of leather. Anyways, um, oh, gosh, he's never coming on now. Unless I just tie him up and bring him in here. Now, Trey Turner, you'd be a good boy, and you tell us you do a good interview. Anyways, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so now I'm interested. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't know who I, I kind of, I don't know. I just have a feeling that they're going to trade Tommy Edmund. And, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. But I, I do think they do get rid of Sosa and Dickerson. Well, they may not get rid of Sosa if they get rid of Edmund, too. So I don't know. You can't get rid of Sosa to get rid of Edmund. When is Edmund gonna be? And Sosa is definitely downgrade. What if What if Edmund says "fuck St. Louis" and I'm going to the Dodgers? He ain't doing that. He ain't saying "fuck St. Louis," but he could go to the Dodgers. I don't know if he'd want to go play there. I don't know if he wants to go play with Jack Flaherty. Oh, so okay, he's in arbitration still. When is he a free agent? Oh wait, I, it hasn't. Oh God, I love you for baseball reference. You're so awesome. Right now. He becomes a free agent in 2026. Oh shit. Yeah. We so, have him for a while. He ain't going nowhere on that trail. Okay. It would it would have to be oh Carlos Correa and Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan is a starting pitcher. He's the ace of the twins right now. They ain't giving up their ace. No, but still. I'm just They're too competitive cuckoo, right now. Cuckoo, cuckoo. I don't know. Hey, I'd be fine with trading Libertor at this point, by the way. <sighs> Two bad starts. Are we trading places on this now? Two bad starts, and you... You were fine with trading them before. Yeah, before we needed a whole bunch of pitching... <laughs> Oh, I would trade him for a pitcher is what I'm saying. Like, okay. I would trade Libertor and here you go. I'd trade Libertor and Mason Wynn. Really? Four? Two. Don't say Houston. Miami. My, you we're not getting Sandy Alcantara back. <laughs> it, no, that's that ship has sailed. I I know everybody wants to talk about that, but if Cardinals come back and be like, please, can we can we uh can we get our guy back? We didn't like hitting uh Marcelo Zuna back. No. I don't I don't see them going after I'd trade Jack Flaherty for Sandy Alcantara. Yeah, I know you would. You'd trade in a Jack, heartbeat. You would trade Jack Flaherty for a bag of Skittles. I don't care. No, bag of pucks. Oh, you, and then oh. I'd give the pucks to the Blues. No, I mean, he's a good pitcher, man. He, he is. I just – I don't trust him to stay healthy for for a full season. I think he's a good pitcher. I think his stuff plays really, really well. He's got a he's ton only of talent. He's injured once, though. Well, I mean, one big one. He may have missed one a big start. One. Oh, start. And that was last year. I don't know. Oh. 
Hold on. Let's have this out right now. Let's have this out right now. Where's he at? There he is. We've done this one. Mm -hmm. We we did a little bit of it, yes. He's 32-24 with a 334 career ERA, 567 strikeouts, 487 innings pitched, a 1.071 win. Yes, like I said, he's a very, very good player. He's only pitched over 100 innings twice. That was in 18 and 19. Well, in 20, well, in 2020, I mean, all he could do was pitch 40 innings. Right? He only played in nine games. Yeah, that was a 60, 60 game. games played. He should have started. He should have started every five games. So he should have pitched 12. And then, like, last year, I mean, he got injured in, what, July? He was 9-2 and two last year also. Yeah, he was hot, man. He came out super hot. Yeah. Like I'm saying, I don't I, – the guy does not bother me as, a, as an athlete. I just – I'm worried he's never going to be the same. And and the you know my other problem with him is he doesn't want to be in St. Louis. He wants to play in L.A. So he's to not going to re-sign with us in the long term, anyways. I need to look this he is, this uh, quote that he said up because I've never I've never actually heard him say it. I, I'm not downing. He you. does I'm not just, like St. Louis. I'm just yeah. I'm just so let's see. In 2020, Adam Wainwright had 10 starts. Just saying. You froze, so I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I said in 2020, Adam Wainwright had 10 starts. Just saying. Okay. So. Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. And, and like I said, Jack Flaherty, he got injured last year. I mean, he only started 15 games, so he missed half the season. About July, I think it was. Um, but I <laughs> – I think that was just unfortunate. Like, I think that's the only real injury. He started 33 games in 2019, 28 games in 2018, and obviously 2017. I think – and also, I heard him – he defended St. Louis the other day. He uh, – not St. Louis the team – or the city, but St. Louis the team. So, I uh, – Well, he has to do that. If he, he knows he's under contract. If he doesn't do that, he's going to get destroyed. Yeah. I don't know. I just think he – I don't know. I I I just like him. I I don't want to get rid of him. And what is he? He's a free agent in twenty twenty four. We still have two years with him. Do I think he's going to go to the team that offers him the most money? Yeah, and he should. He deserves some. Well, I don't know if he deserves like a big contract yet, but he's. The Yankees pick him up. That makes sense. Somebody picks him up. I don't think he's a hundred. I think he wants to go home. Well, yeah, Dodgers probably. Which, I mean, hey, if if I got drafted by the Rangers and and the Cardinals offered me a two hundred million dollar contract to play with them for the rest of my career, I'd jump on that too. So. I, I can't fault him too much. Um, but anyways, that's enough of Jack Flaherty. He's injured. Poor injured guy. 
Um, he ain't poor. Is he not poor? What is he? Um, he's, making, he's making pretty good money. He's making five million. Eh, he's poor for an athlete. Um, he's making five million, and he hasn't even played yet this year. So salty with him. Don't mind. I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> um, I was going to say. Mm. Uh, anyways, uh, so let me refresh this. Like I said, they're half a game. They're half a game back behind my uh, not Miami, Milwaukee. Good job, Cardinals. Um, I can hear you. So keep talking. Yeah. So I want to think. I was thinking about this uh, topic a, a little bit ago, and we only have a minute left. So actually, um, before we. Before we jump into this topic, I want to uh, we're going to jump into a quick break while Josh is using the shitter. Uh, by, the way, by the way, this uh, episode is ooh, brought to you by what the hell are you standing <laughs> standing there for? <laughs> Looking like a I was coming back like a big mountain man for a second. They're like, <laughs> anyways, I wish they. I saw am it. a big mountain man. What are you talking about? Mountain man who trims his beard. Anyways, um, this is this segment was brought to you by pubes. Uh, straighten your pubes. Straight hair is good for. You can't everyone. get much straighter. Not your not not no your pube. Never mind. And we're back. We were just judging Josh's pubes to make sure that they were straight. Good job, Josh. Um, so the topic I wanted to discuss Thank was... You. Thank you very much. Huh? Okay. I said thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, you're uh-huh. No, no, don't give him any love right there. <laughs> it's a terrible... Anyways, um... I can't even think what I uh, I wanted to talk about what – so is there a team out in the league right now that you want to face right now in just like a scrimmage just to see how good the Cardinals are at, actually are that maybe we haven't faced, maybe we have faced, but is there a team right now that you want to see that – that uh, could show us how good the Cardinals actually are. Um, Because right now, I still think we're about top 10, but like 10 through 12. That's just where I'm judging it in the whole league, not just NL. Okay, so... uh, Okay, so I'm going to do this on two different fronts. Okay. A team out of the AL, which actually we've already played one of them, which was Toronto. Um, and then the Tampa Bay would actually be the other team I'd like to face because I think the Yankees right now are just so far above and beyond everybody. We wouldn't get a really good read. And we're going to play the Yankees later in the season anyways. Yeah. The Minnesota looks like they got about the same record as us, so I wouldn't mind playing Minnesota and seeing how we fare there and see who's the best in the Central. Um, we already know that Milwaukee and us are pretty well evenly matched. Now in the uh, NL – I mean, 
I guess I'd like to see us play the Dodgers at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Dodgers are as I think they're good, but um, I don't. When we do power rankings, that's one thing. But if I had to do a seven-game series, I think with a four-man rotation, the Cardinals could run with anybody in the league in the NL. Yeah, that's true. I'm not saying we would just wipe out. I'm saying we could run with. I'm not saying we'd straight out win a best of seven. But I think we could run with any team in the NL right now for sure. If you put us in a seven-game exhibition, nothing else mattered. That's that's all it was. I'd be comfortable with that. I mean, I don't care if it's the Mets. I don't care if it's the Dodgers. um, I don't care if it's the Brewers, the Giants, uh, the Padres. I I think we can roll with everybody in the NL. I would like to see Minnesota. I'd like to see Houston. And like I said, we already played Toronto and Tampa Bay. So, um, and yeah, we didn't. We're not faring well against the AL East. Let's be honest. I mean, the Boston series next weekend makes me a little nervous. Uh, the Yankees coming to town makes me a little bit nervous later in the summer. I'm glad. Is we're there something them that in, is uh, it St. Louis? I'm glad yeah, we're playing them. Yeah, super. I, I want to try to go see that. Yeah. And let, but the AL East, I don't know if it's the way the East is constructed. If it's just straight matchups, if it's bad timing. I mean, we didn't play the Orioles well. We played okay against Toronto. Tampa Bay's already taken the series against us. I mean, can we not compete with the AL? Is it an AL thing? Because, you know, I don't know. It makes me nervous. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's so weird because we, you know, we sweep, the, we sweep the Padres and then we get kind of – we're kind of mediocre against the Cubs. Then we lose a series to the Tampa, uh, to the Rays. So I think I kind of want to see two teams. Who's well? Now I can't remember. Um, Boston. I want to see Boston. I know we're playing them next week, and I'm kind of excited about that. Um, before last week, I wanted to say the Padres, and. I want to say the Padres again, because last week I don't think the Padres were who they were. Like, they're one of the best teams in the NL, and I, I don't think that we they gave us their best team. Um, I also – I kind of want to see Houston. I think Houston is not as good as they are showing – I think they're kind of like, I mean, they're playing probably the worst, uh, the worst division right now, aside from the central. Uh, so yeah, I kind of want to see that Dodgers, but yeah, I would say San Diego and oh Boston. So, um, it'll be interesting. Where do you have the Cardinals ranked right now in all the league? I said 10 11. Yeah, like I'd say nine or 10. Yeah. Um, so, oh, actually, you know what? I want to. So I saw a uh, thing today, so I want to. 
I want to touch on this real quick. Um, so if the, se- the season ended today, Cardinals would be playing the Padres at Petco Park. Who would win in a one-game series right now? Us. You would say. Now, we didn't play Musgrove, and Musgrove was having a really good season, so I think it would be probably Wainwright and Musgrove right now, right? That or uh, – no, nah, it wouldn't be Michaelis. I wouldn't trust Michaelis to save my life. Um, no. Then we would be playing the Mets in a, a five-game series. Do I have Flaherty in the rotation or not? Yes. Flaherty has been healthy for Which months now. Which means they now. also have DeGrom and Scherzer. Scherzer, yeah. Okay. Which means they have DeGrom and Scherzer back. Yeah. Mm. Being the homer, I'm going to say us. Yeah. But man, okay. the Mets are good. Um, who would win in a five-game series, us or uh, not Pirate, or Giants? Us. Okay. Brewers? Who gets home field advantage? Um, right now, Brewers. Now, in a in a week, we would be we probably would be saying us. So, but right now, I would say Brewers. Or right now, it is Brewers. Yeah, that's a that's a toss up, man. I think those two teams play fifteen times. Yeah. I think it's 7-7 going into game 15. Yeah, probably. Um, so, who? but in a five-game series, Woodruff's not there. Corn Burns is a beast right I'd now. That's still the You would? It's, it's that think, lineup. I think we I'm just got too you. much offense. Yeah, I think, I think their lineup is just horrible, which is why they've lost so many. Okay, us for the Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah. Okay, so that's one team. Technically two, because you want to be the homer and say we would beat the Mets, which I don't think we would. What about the Twins? So I would take us over the Twins, and yeah. here's why. Okay. We play – I think our roster's better and we play a tougher schedule. Yeah. Uh, Boston. Boston? No, I said we would take down Boston. Oh, okay. Astros? My brain says Astros. Yeah. Yankees? Yankees, obviously, Yikes. right? Okay. Blue Jays? Gossman, really? Healthy us. Okay. Yeah. Because we get the we okay, and here's why: because you get Flaherty back at starting, and Hicks is in the bullpen now. Yeah, that's true. Okay, and Tampa Bay. 
Final one. Yes. Okay. So, so that's four teams that we would lose to. Yeah. I, I don't think this team is there yet. And I know I said last year or last week that we were there. I think we were close, but I think if we, I think we really need to clean up our bullpen. I know we're probably getting Hicks back, but he's probably going to get injured again at the end of the season. Um, that or he just, we just totally screwed him up. Um, that's so, my biggest fear. Yeah, and I think we need another bat. I really do. I think one bat. Um, what kind of bat? Power, contact. What are you looking for? If O'Neill and Carlson are not as good as they used to be, which O'Neill, he's doing really well. So, and we'll talk about him in a little bit. But um, I would say a power because I don't want Arenado and Goldie being the only ones carrying the team again. And honestly, that's probably another reason why I would think the Cardinals would want to get rid of Edmund. I think Harrison Bader is a – not to get too back back onto this topic, but I think Harrison Bader is a contact player. Uh, Dylan Carlson is kind of a uh, contact player now. He's not as powerful as he we thought it would be. Um, Gorman, he could be that guy, but second basemen typically aren't. The biggest. Yeah, but he's not your typical second baseman. He was a third baseman. Yeah, that is true. That is true. That is very true. Um, yeah, he may be Robinson Cano back when he was good. Um, Yadier Molina is not a power guy. So yeah, I would want to. I would want a. I just want a power bat, but in the needs, I would say bullpen first, starting pitching, and then just one one left-handed guy. Would it be a left-handed? Carlson. I mean, it depends yeah. on who we keep up and who we send down. Yeah. Because Donovan's left-handed, Edmonds a switch, Gorman's left-handed. <laughs> Carlson's a switch. So. I can say, yeah, Carl, I thought Carlson was a switch, but I didn't want to speak out there. So, I mean, yeah. you got lefties now in the lineup where we didn't have them before. Yeah, that is true. We, yeah, lefties aren't as needed as much, which one should say, one would say that uh, Edmund probably needs to just be right handed. Is he better? I don't know. He's better for power right handed, but he's better for contact left. Let's see, Edmund. I think. Now I'm going on to fan graphs, so I don't know if I can. So while I'm looking this up, I want to see, I want to ask you a question. So what are some positives in the last week that you saw? For me, it's Tom, uh, Tyler O'Neill. Oh, yeah, Brendan Donovan. I also say Tyler O'Neill. I know we've only seen two games out of him, but uh, he he drove in all three runs for the Cardinals today, and he hits. He got a couple hits yesterday, I think, right? Two? I think, I think so, and then he had a homer today to the opposite field. Yeah. I don't know how that ball got out, man. I, if you get a chance to look at that replay, yeah. it doesn't look like he hit it hard enough for it to go, and it carried. I mean, it got out. Um, I mean, I'm happy that O'Neill looks as good as he does in his first two games back, so I agree with you on that. But if you want to take the course the entire week, 
I got to go with Brandon Donovan. The guy rarely strikes out. He hits for contact. He's fantastic running bases. He's a fairly good defensive player as well in yeah. the outfield. I mean, Donovan is the big surprise this year, and I cannot believe the Cardinals didn't put him up uh, for the All-Star game. Um, the only, only reason I can think of that is because he doesn't play one position enough to get yeah. enough votes for the, a position. But if he plays like this all year, I mean, I put him in the uh, Rookie of the Year. He's in the, he, I, I was looking at something the other day, and he was like in the top ten. It was like him, okay, Yepes, so he's getting some national. Him, Yepes, and Gorman are in the top ten, I think. Top ten favorites. Gorman doesn't deserve to be there yet. Yeah, I, I think it was just the fans' uh, predictions or Vegas odds Trash. or something. So it's not like it was official. Um, so Tommy Edmond uh, versus right-handed hitters as a left-handed hitter. He has 160 of bats, 41 hits for a 256 batting average. Versus left-handers as a righty, he has a 346 batting average. For some reason, it was that big of a difference. For some reason, they also have stats of versus left and versus right, which I don't understand. Yeah, it's the same. For some reason, they. He's a switch hitter, and they have the same exact stats under that, too. So, Boom, so fan graphs. Yeah, so weird. Could have been used to have OPS in there or something. Something u- useful. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. Um, maybe a Cedric Mullins type. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, another, let's see, who else uh, kind of wowed me this week? I can't ever think of it, but yeah, Tyler O'Neill, if he can get back to where he's been at least 20 home runs, which, you know, I don't really care about. I don't really care about home runs as much as people do. Like I don't care about strikeouts and I don't care about batting average and war. There's a lot of things I don't care about, which is weird, but if you could get like a just over average on, on base percentage, like 340, 360, between those two, I'd be happy. I just need some. He's fast. Yeah. You and just get him on base. He's going to play with it. He's going to mess with the pitcher. Yeah. I would just, I'd love to see it. Just, I'd just love to see another guy who's not carrying the whole team like Goldie and Arenado. Um, Arenado's in kind of a slump, so he needs to pick it up. Um, do you have anything else? I mean, uh, you know, the, the, the sounds from what I'm hearing uh, on the daily talk shows here in St. Louis, it sounds like Matt's is on his way back. It sounds like Carlson will be back first. So I, I'm excited to see the whole band together. Um, supposedly, Flaherty is going to be pitching on Saturday, another rehab start. So we will need to keep our eyes on that. But, you know, this trip down to Tampa Bay is a little disappointing. Now, I'm trying to take it all in stride. It's the end of a road trip. They're out there on the East Coast, which the East Coast trips are easier than the West Coast trips. But um, they play, they've been playing a lot of baseball. So I'm trying to kind of write off what hap- what's happening in Tampa Bay is maybe the boys are just tired. I mean, they are human beings. They got to get tired. 
but uh, the the lack of a bullpen is something I'm I'm definitely very very concerned about. I think even if we had an, an average guy who, who could start right now as our fifth pitcher and go five innings would would be nice. It seems like every time we have one of these, not every time, but every other time we have one of these bullpen games, we just get rocked. Yeah, um, and we're not competitive. So that's that's my biggest concern right now. Looking at it, I think we're going to get some help with Cincinnati, playing Cincinnati and Pittsburgh back to back. Hopefully, our starters can all go six plus innings. Hopefully, the bullpen can get some take some rest, um, and we can get ready for that trip out to Boston, and then we go back to Milwaukee. So the next two weeks are going to be very very telling. If we have a big, strong weekend this weekend, that makes the Milwaukee and the Boston series even that much more important. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, that's – it's – got to play some real ball, guys. Um, And it's kind of exciting that we haven't seen their full potential yet. So that kind of makes me happy. Um. But anyways, that's going to wrap us up here today because I'm tired. It's 11 o'clock. Be sure to watch, what is it, Scores and Whores or Scores and More? Um, Scores and More. uh, I just hosted an episode today. Uh, Yesterday, Brandon hosted. And then the day before that, Josh hosted. Look at Josh. My little boy's grown up. It's so bad. It's it was fine. Mine was pretty bad today, but I went live today, so I think I had a lot more pressure. We're gonna try to go live more oh, often. You for sure did. Huh? What did I do? Oh, I said I you, for, have, you uh, for sure had more pressure because you yeah. went live. Yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> and I was getting pissed off too because everything it kept asking me a whole bunch of questions. I'm like, fuck off. Anyways, um, yeah. So uh, we. Be sure to follow us on YouTube if you're not already on YouTube. Be sure to follow us on Spotify if you're not already on Spotify. Be sure to comment, like, tell Josh how beautiful he looks today with his little polo. You look very beautiful. Oh, yeah, right? Right in the eyes. Work, man. Yeah. Um, anyways, so, Josh, do you have any parting words of wisdom? No, I just hope everybody has a good uh, rest of the week. We'll obviously have our Friday show um, covering the whole MLB. We're not going to forget our players of the week this week. Oops. I think I ha- I, ha- I think I want to do maybe instead of players of the week, I may want to do just standout players. I don't know. Sorry, I meant to start. I meant to tell you this before, but I have a player. Right. Right. And I think so. we're going to have a draft on Friday night. What? I think we're gonna have to have a draft for our Friday episode. Friday, we're due for a draft. Yeah. Tell me what kind of second day stretch. Yeah, but those are Mondays. Okay. Okay. Oh, those are Mondays. Okay. Okay. So for Monday's episode, we're gonna have a draft for you. Okay. For the 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 team mashup. I guess I guess Josh has a plan for a draft. So, I uh, I'm ready to see this. Uh, anyways, it's gonna be just a screw up, Logan. <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell. Um, well, that was fun. Um, enjoy. Keep it's always good to see you, buddy. Yeah, good. Well, yeah, I know it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
what was I going to say? Uh, live long and watch some damn baseball. Peace out, motherfuckers.